0: Hey Boo! It's me Roz. Happy eleven eleven! if you're listening to this the day that it drops. It's eleven eleven. I don't know, I guess that means something to some people if you're superstitious or something. Make a wish. My wish is that you enjoy this episode today. I'll make it short and snappy up, up top here because we got stories and stories. I mean, we have Mateo who is calling us from Belgium talking about a haunted house. We have got Amanda, who worked at a retail store in Savannah, Georgia, so you know it's going to get spooky. We also have James, who was on the show a couple months ago. James is back. James has got stories, haunted Airbnb, little follow-up. It's great. And then Lisette is here as well with a sleep paralysis entity in the night story. There's a lot going on this month, and as always, if you want to hear a little bit extra, go to patreoncom slash I think this bonus clip on my second tier this week is spooky. Amanda tells us a story about exploring an abandoned hospital in Savannah, Georgia, and possibly encountering a ghost there. We also have Lisette telling a story of an old lady ghost. That was in her parents' house. So you're gonna wanna go check that out. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. On with the show! I am joined by Mateo in Brussels, Belgium. What? Hello. Hello, Roz. (laughs) This is is where I'm like, technology is paranormal. Like, I'm talking to somebody on the other side of the world right now. I don't know how that's possible. Yes. I'm not asking (laughs) questions, but um,
1: wow. It's 8 8 p.m. over here. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's noon here. This is um, this is wild. I've never I don't think I've ever even talked to somebody in Belgium that listens to this show. This is cool. Where there you go. I'm your first
1: Belgian listener officially.
0: (laughs) Uh, I hope spread the word.
1: Oh, I am. Listen, um, actually, someone from Belgium told me about your podcast because I (gasps) love ghost stories. So, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Well, do you have any of your own?
1: Of course, yes. Uh, I have, I mean, I have a, a pretty, pretty big one. And then I have like some small stuff. But let's get right into the the biggest one, right? Oh, give me the big mama. Let's go. <laughs> so um, just to uh, let uh, everyone uh, know and also like to... Set the scene. Uh, Everything happened beginning September 2017 when I moved with uh, two roommates in uh, Brussels. It was like a lovely neighborhood and it was a lovely house, which was, I mean, here in Brussels, uh, there is a lot of uh, old houses that are uh, renovated um, as uh, huge uh, buildings so you can live there with roommates and it's like stunning. Uh, and so this one was uh, in a very nice neighborhood, a lovely uh, home, lovely apartment. We had uh, the ground floor where we had a kitchen and a living room and then a big workplace. On the first floor, we had my room and one of my roommates' room, Adele's room and the bathroom. And in the attic, the second floor was an attic that was uh, renovated as a room was my uh, second roommate, nice, and that was her room. So, yeah, we had a pretty big apartment. It was, uh, was kind of nice. What was your room? My room was on the first floor, right in front of Adele's room. Okay. So we had, like, yeah, we, we used to bump each other into each other every morning. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, when we arrived, so I don't know how to call this in English, uh, and I'm sorry. If I'm missing some words, but English is not my first language, no,
2: <laughs> so you're I'm doing, doing my best. Right.
1: Thank you. Um, so when you do, you know, I think it's an inventory when you go uh, around in the house with your landlord and you check if everything, if everything is right. Sure. Yeah. So we did that, and uh, the apartment was like spotless. They just like did it. The the paint on the wall was like fresh white. It was like amazing, and they kept the wooden flooring, which was very beautiful. And uh, so, yeah, the first week when we arrived, uh, everything went fine. And I think it was the second week, I started noticing uh, blood stains appearing on the floor of my room, which what? I mean, of course, I was like, okay, maybe I, you know, bled yesterday. And I don't remember, which I didn't talk about it to my roommates right away because I mean of course you start you try to rationalize everything so at first I was like hmm maybe I bled and as the days went by I started to notice more and more and they were shaped as fingerprints
3: which we were
1: yeah we were like were they wet or dry no they were dry and also impossible to remove so weird no, it was weird. So of course you're like, okay, maybe the guy who did the, you know, the flooring just left some fingerprints. But I mean, every day, I felt like I was finding more and more, and I was like, this was not here yesterday. And also though, with that inventory, the floor was there was nothing on the floor.
0: Yeah, no blood stains. No, so, no blood stains. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would try to remove them, and they just wouldn't go
1: away. No, it wouldn't go away. Just like as as if they were, you know, under the uh, varnish. Like it was. And listen, uh, one of my roommates still lives there because I don't live there anymore. But one of them still lives over there. And I went there two weeks ago. The bloodstains are still here. Oh. And I'm I'm like 99% sure it wasn't there when we arrived. That was the first thing that happened. It was literally two weeks, two weeks in the apartment. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, and then right after that, um, so... Adele and I, our room was on the first floor and second floor was Nice's room. Um, this morning I woke up. It was maybe after a month that we moved in. and uh, I go in the living room. I do my life and then I hear, I hear uh, Adele and her boyfriend coming down. Uh, very grumpy, so I was like, hey guys did you sleep well?" And they were like, no, not at all nice. like spend the entire night building furniture moving uh, furniture around like they heard rattling sounds and uh, furniture being pushed against the walls and I was like well I mean I guess her Ikea furniture just arrived the day before so it's like maybe she you know had insomnia and started building the uh, furniture during the night I don't know and I was like oh I'm very sorry maybe when she wakes up we can ask her and so we started waiting for her and it was I think it was 10 in the morning and uh, Naïs usually uh, wakes up very early. And uh, so we started, like, we waited and we waited. And at one point it was like maybe 1 p.m. or 2. And then she arrived, but she didn't arrive down the stairs. She arrived by the entrance. And Adele was like, what What are you doing here? Like, how, how come you're not coming down your room? And Naïs was like, oh, yesterday I couldn't sleep. And I went to my boyfriend's place and I slept there. so we were like so we were like wait you didn't sleep in your room and she was like no no i left at like midnight and adele was uh was i mean she told me yeah the sounds were between three in the morning and uh, four or five in the morning so we went up her room
0: those so um adele why didn't adele and her boyfriend go like knock on the door and be like hey it's three o'clock in the morning what are
1: you doing here it's too loud because uh, I mean, I think NACE is a very private person that she hates when we uh, when we go in her room and that we knew that already. So I think I think she just I remember Adele uh, telling me like uh, Listen, we're just going to try and sleep. It doesn't matter. It will stop eventually. But it, it right. lasted for two hours. <laughs> oh
0: my God. So, yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I Oh, maybe she was. But did they get anything
0: done? The, did the ghost set up the new furniture at least? But no, everything was still
1: packed <laughs> when what they waited. <laughs> I have no idea. So, same, you know. They
0: couldn't read the Swedish. Um, instructions from my yeah maybe
1: maybe <laughs> i could have helped i'm half swedish actually <laughs> but it wasn't me it was not me uh and when we checked to the room the 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 furniture was still uh packed and nothing had moved so of course adele was like okay maybe it was the neighbors which the building beside us was empty we learned that afterwards so we were like ah. uh but of course you try to rationalize everything uh adele is a very skeptic person about ghosts. And uh, by the time that I left the apartment, she was like the most scared one. She was like crazy scared. Some nights she would even like sleep at her boyfriend's place because she couldn't sleep here. And what's happening? Well... After the, after the rattling sounds, um, I remember one day being, uh, in the living room with nais and we were, uh, Skyping a friend of ours. So we were just, uh, in the sofa that was, uh, just against the wall. So the wall was behind us. Uh, and we were like, you know, Skyping our friend and all of a sudden from nowhere, we hear a very distinct whisper. I cannot Like, I will never forget this. We hear a very distinct whisper. And so I look at her. She looks at me. She was right next to me. And she tells tells me, did you hear this? And the girl that we were Skyping was like, what happened? What happened? And we were like, we just heard someone whisper in our ear, but like super close, just right in between us. As if someone, you know, just leaned leaned over and whispered something. Mm. And behind us was just, no, the wall. (laughs) There was nothing, no one.
0: And then what did they say? I just like listen, just, general whisper, just general whisper, just general ghost whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: EVP, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have recorded Bloody it. Fingers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, and I think I remember Nice looking at me and be like, okay, maybe the blood stains, and maybe the furniture moving around, and maybe now the voices. Maybe we should be scared. And I was like, no, come on. We've been we've been in this place for two months. This place is amazing. Please let like let us live. <laughs> we were yeah. like, we were kind of starting to be scared. And listen, after this, it was it started to be crazy. Um, so we I stayed in the apartment for two years. Nice uh, stayed for three years. And actually, Adele still lives there. Um, oh my god! During the time I was here. Uh, I remember very clearly one day I was, uh, the three of us are fashion designers. So we had a, we had a um, workplace and it was like packed with fabric and, uh, sewing machines. And I was, you know, sewing at one point and I heard very distinctly some footsteps coming towards me super fast, like someone running on the floor. And I remember like looking up, it was bro daylight. It was like 2 PM. And I remember looking up and no one was there.
0: And we maybe, heard stuff like this all the time. Maybe it was like a model. Maybe it was a model ghost that was. She was trying strutting. To show up the strutting in the living
1: room. <laughs> yes. Maybe.
0: <laughs> said, and uh, someone say fashion. Yeah. Oh, I'm here, maybe. <laughs> yeah, she was like
1: <laughs> living, uh, living uh, in the moment, uh, being a main character. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. And also, sometimes when we were in the shower, we heard like uh, loud bangs on the door. Just one bang, you know, one loud bang on the door uh wait the shower door or the bathroom door the bathroom door the bathroom door Ooh. it was wooden a wooden door
0: no that's the, i've said this before when you're in the shower that is the go see to clock out it's the time for their lunch break you yeah. don't get to do anything <laughs> when i'm butt naked and wet sorry exactly too vulnerable like
1: my most vulnerable yeah, exactly state <laughs> yeah so, uh, this started to happen, uh, as and then I remember, so actually I had Adele over, um, uh, yesterday night. So just to be sure I was not missing anything. So we had to run through <laughs> what I wrote and she oh she told me stuff that I forgot. She literally wow. told me stuff that I forgot. She told me, uh, that one day I went to her, uh, no, no, I was in the living room and she arrived by the entrance And I told her, wait, what are you doing here? Uh, I thought you were in your room. I heard someone like coughing in your room. She was like, no, no, there's no one here. And is at work. And I'm just coming back from, you know, the groceries. And so, yeah, we could hear like, it was the COVID ghost, I guess. (laughs) The COVID was not there at the time. That's where (laughs) it started. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, guys.
0: Oh, my God. I could
1: hear uh, coughing in her room. And actually, I forgot about that. She told me this. And uh, also during that time So I think it was like six six months in I started sleepwalking For no reason Because I never sleepwalked before And uh, I remember one morning Coming down the stairs Adele being like Oh so last night was fun right And I was like Excuse me And she would tell me Yeah you came in my room Like it was 2am And you opened the door You were like wide awake And we started talking I was like "What?" what I had no, no remembrance of any of this. And it happened maybe twice or three times. What'd you guys talk about? Oh, she told me that I just had to talk about life. and life. And she told me, I remember very clearly that I knew you were like in another state because you were there, but your mind was not there. Like your eyes were maybe, you know, staring in the void. And it was like small talk. And then I went, I would go back to sleep.
0: Did she think that you were high or something?
1: I mean, I don't smoke, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, I th- I think she thought I was like, listen, the running joke was because I w- listen, I was the only one not scared about all of this. And so the running joke was I was the one possessed by a ghost and he was doing stuff through me. I mean, it's it kind of seems possible. It kind of seems possible. I mean, there is more stuff coming. <laughs> what? And uh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't, so I don't have any remembrance of any conversation that I had with Adele at like three in the morning. Uh, and around that time, I remember uh, my mom coming to visit. So uh, my mom was like, oh, haha, I'm going to spend a night in the most haunted place in Brussels. Because of course I told her. Um, my mom is kind of a witch, so, you know, we, <laughs> we uh, share all the stories and uh, sometimes it makes her laugh. And she was coming, she came with her boyfriend and she was like, oh, let's see how haunted this place is. She was like, you know, being sarcastic. And uh, she spent, I remember because Adele was not there and she told me, listen, uh, your mom can sleep in my room, I don't mind. And the morning after, my mom was like, we're taking an Airbnb, I'm not spending another night here. <laughs> When she arrived in the room, uh I think she noticed in the morning her watch stopped working at around 3 in the morning and oh. her boyfriend's watch did exactly the same. Both of the watches stopped working at around 3. Mm-hmm. And she told me she heard uh footsteps in the uh in the stairs uh, and and uh, children giggling. And she children? told me that like, Yes, and I was like no. There is no way we have children as well. Because now we have a supermodel. We have the COVID ghost. And now we have children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's time to start paying the rent, right? Like, how many people is there? <laughs> yeah, that's a full cast. That is a full Ryan Murphy TV show. Exactly. And I was like, children, that's crazy. We, we. I mean, the footsteps, I never heard. My mom was the only one who heard it. Her boyfriend was sleeping. He didn't hear anything. And But literally, my mom was like, I'm not spending another night here. I didn't sleep at all. It was like wow. crazy. I was like, okay, well that's weird. <laughs> also, I was like, I told you. <laughs> and um and uh and then I mean we started uh losing objects and finding them in like super random places. Uh so I remember for example Adele, Adele is very short and I remember her like losing her phone over and over again and we keep we kept finding her phone like on top of the fridge or stuff like this, you know, indoors, uh, on top of the sink, like super, like places where you don't put your phone, especially when you're a small person. Yeah. And we were like, what? And also, uh, Naïs kept finding her uh, her lamp unplugged all the time. Every time she tried to uh, light the light the lamp in her room, it was unplugged. And she told me this. She actually told me this not a long time ago. And uh, I was like, I didn't know about that. She didn't, she never said it. And same for the sewing machines. Every time we were trying to uh, work with the sewing machines, all of them were unplugged. So weird. Yeah, like some some weird stuff. And that, I think all of this was within the first year. And I think within the second year, some more scary uh, stuff started to happen. So I remember one night... And, uh, I talked about it with Adele yesterday cause I wanted to make sure this is how it happened. But I remember, uh, one night it was actually, uh, yeah, I don't remember when exactly. Um, but Adele's sister was coming to visit with her friend and Adele was like, you can sleep in my bed. I'm just going to put a mattress on the floor and I'll sleep in, my, in the, in the, in the same room as you guys. But I mean, both of you can sleep in my bed. I'm going to sleep on the mattress and right before going to bed, I remember Adele telling me, "I hate that I that I uh, said this because now when I when I lie on a mattress on the floor, I can see under my bed, and I hate this. Like I'm sure I'm never going to fall asleep. I don't want to see what's happening under my bed." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> pretty scary." Mm-hmm. And she went to sleep. The morning after, I wake up, I go downstairs, and I found her uh, on the couch asleep. So, you know, I was like, hey, what happened? Why did you sleep on the couch? And she was like, listen, I think I had a sleep paralysis during that night. So I was like, oh, tell me. And uh, what happened is she woke up that night and uh, because she heard that, she heard a noise and she was like, oh, maybe it's my sister waking up. And when she tried to... uh, Like uh, get up from the bed she felt this uh, arm holding her back around her neck and that was pushing her pushing her face on the pillow in the pillow and so uh, she told me yeah it must have been a sleep paralysis I was like yeah I don't know have you ever had one before she was like no it's the first one it was very scary I couldn't move couldn't scream so I was like yeah sounds like one but of course, it's always scary when you do one. I mean, I've never had one, so I haven't waited. But from what I've heard, I don't want to have one. <laughs> well, especially not in a haunted house. Yeah, exactly. Staring at under your bed. Who knows what's coming down? Who What's coming out of here?
0: Oh, my God.
1: And uh, she was pretty shaky. And I remember that she spent uh, maybe a few nights at her boyfriend's at that time because she, she could not sleep in her room. Um, and then it started going crazy. Uh, she was... Like some mornings I found her on the couch and she was like, listen, uh, someone pulled my hair tonight. I was sleeping and I was woken up because I felt my hair being pulled. And also she would hear some scratches on her pillow when she was asleep. Scratches on her pillow? Yeah. And literally yesterday when I told her about this, she was like, oh, I remember vividly. And she started making the sound with her nails on a pillow. And literally it's like the sound when you scratches your nail on the pillow. Right next oh to her here, yeah. She was like, "No, I'm not. I'm. This is not happening." I mean, mind you, she's the one who still lives there, <laughs> still in the same room. But <laughs> so oh the thing God. is, yeah. So the thing is, this happened. All of this happened uh, within two years, and one day, everything calmed down. Calmed. Calmed down, uh, and it was. I mean, it was very specific because. At night Adele was asleep and all of a sudden the window from her room opened uh super loudly it actually woke her up and there was no wind there was nothing the the window was closed and from that time everything went calm as if someone just what? like you know fled through the window yeah
0: they're like, all right, I've done enough here. Okay, really no, enough. you guys this are enough. This is enough to enough. get me on, <laughs> on a ghost podcast in America. Exactly. I've done my job. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, around that time, I decided to leave, not because of the ghost, because I mean, let me remind you, I was not scared, which was the girls uh, sometimes were telling me like, let's stage the place, let's, uh, you know do something and I kept saying listen I don't think it's a good idea. I think it will make things worse. We should just we should wait and see what happens. And uh eventually I left but I stayed very close friends with both of them. So I was um asking about the apartment from time to time. And one day (laughs) Adele texted me and she was like you will never believe what happened. I was like no tell me. She was like well uh, the girl who is now in your room, she couldn't sleep at night because she heard uh, furniture being pushed around and rattling sounds upstairs uh, oh, no. in Nai's room. Just the same way when we just arrived, and like it was like happening all over again, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's it's coming back." It's back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, and, it, and it was back actually. Like some more stuff happened. Um, uh, one of the roommates had uh, a feeling that someone was touching her thighs. At one point, she said that she felt like a, a wind going like through her skirt and touching her thighs. I was like, Oh, oh this my is, god! Yeah, no, this is disgusting. <laughs> and she insisted on me telling that story because, like, it still scares the shit out of her <laughs> to this day. Yeah, and I mean. As we, kept, um, as we kept going through all those memories, Adele told me something very uh, interesting. She told me that we had at the, at the apartment, we had a um, magic eight ball. Do you know what that is? Yes, of course. So yeah, those balls, you ask a question, there is a random answer. And Adele told me yesterday that every time someone was playing with that thing, something weird would happen. And at one point, uh, one of the new roommates that, w- that is living there, her boyfriend came over. And so uh, Adele was teasing him about how uh, the place is haunted and everything. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's ask the magic apple. And he's so he was very skeptic. He was making jokes like, oh, are you going to... And he asked, oh, are you going to kill me tonight? Is there someone who wants to hurt me there? And blah, blah, blah. So he was joking around. And... Uh, well, what was crazy is, so he asked those questions. And the day after, they invited me to uh, a dinner. So I was there. And uh, I arrived. And everybody was like, oh, Matteo, we have to tell you a story. Uh, this guy, something happened to him tonight. <laughs> and so he tells me how he asked the questions to the Magic 8 Ball. And at night, he wanted to, no, he was playing video games super late in the living room and when he went to go to bed I think it was 3am he felt no he didn't felt actually he fell down the stairs because someone pulled him
0: <gasps>
1: he was coming up the stairs and literally someone pulled his uh, t-shirt and he fell down the stairs <laughs> and he literally he was like this happened to me tonight after I played with the Magic K ball. and I was like well that is crazy. And so yesterday Adele told me, and now I remember, every time we used to play with that fucking thing, something crazy would happen.
0: Well, I mean, if you're asking. Yeah, it, if you're provoking you know, if you're, the
1: spirits, girl.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're like, there's a lot of ways. You could just maybe without the eight ball. Like, who knows if it's specifically the eight ball. It's just that you were using something to to make a a communication. Right. Uh, and you were it seems to make like contact. it was listening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you guys oh know about the Ouija board, but <laughs> mind you, sure. do you know about the magic
3: eight ball
0: <laughs> Yeah, they could, it could all happen. Like any of those things right. could work.
3: <laughs>
0: I've been ghosted too, Amanda in Hawaii. Hello, hi. How's it going? <laughs> so good. Uh, wait, what part of Hawaii are you in?
2: so i'm in maui on the south side oh my god it sounds so nice yeah it's really really nice not gonna lie especially right now because it's like november and it's still so hot outside and just you know constant constantly want to go to the beach
0: i hear some spooky things coming out of hawaii sometimes people tell me some spooky ghost stories there have you had any there
2: Oh my gosh! No, I just moved here like six months ago, so I haven't experienced anything here. Um, but I have also heard some pretty crazy things from friends. Um, there's definitely some haunted places here, so I need to check those out. Obviously.
0: Well, tell me the ghost stories that you you've experienced.
2: Well, yeah. So, um, most of my ghost stories are from Savannah, Georgia, because that's where I went to college and, oh um, talk, talk yeah.
0: about haunted.
2: Yeah. hundred I mean. percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Savannah is known for being one of the most haunted cities in the U S. Um, and it's definitely true. Like there's, oh my gosh, throughout my time there, um, not only do I. That's why my boyfriend experienced so many things and then just friends. It was constantly like if we were moving to a new spot, um, and house, we would have to just, you know, make sure that it wasn't haunted and all this stuff. There's so much stuff that goes on in Savannah. Um, but there's one time in particular that is for sure the creepiest thing that ever happened to me there. Um, and it was while I was working actually. Um, so, uh, while I was at school, um, I worked at a popular clothing store that had a building in the historic district. And so the building itself was just extremely old, like 1700s old, you know? Um, and there was always rumors of it being a brothel and all this stuff. You never really know, you know, it could just be like kind of lore, but, um, there was definitely something that, you know, used to be occupied in that building, um, throughout its time, you know, there. So, one night I was closing and I was with one of my other coworkers. So it's just the two of us. And we had locked up and we had turned off the music in the store. And so it was just really quiet. And the store was pretty large and it had two levels. So I was on the first level by myself. Um, while my coworker was upstairs putting items away. And there's a huge staircase in the middle of the first floor leading up to the second floor. So I was back behind that staircase kind of folding some merchandise and clothes. And directly to my left, there was a merchandising stand that was made of pegboard. And it was holding probably like 40 pairs of shoes. Like we, we would hang flats there. Um, and so they're just on like, like, on a little hang and they're on pegboard um and so there was just kind of one of those merchandising stands like directly next to me probably like five or six feet away and so as I was folding my clothes I kind of noticed something out of the corner of my eye like just kind of some movement and so obviously it it kind of shocked me a second and I turned around and I looked over and The merchandise on the pegboard, all of the shoes, it's probably like, again, like 40 pairs of shoes, they all just were slowly swinging. And it was really odd, obviously. So I just stood there and watched it and it picked up. And we're talking all in unison. All of these shoes are slowly swinging and then it kind of speeds up a little bit and they're really going. Like, I, at one point, I was like, oh my God, are these going to? come off of the pegboard. And then as soon as I thought that, literally all of them started slowing down, slowing down, and then just stopped all in unison. And it was so creepy. I obviously was shocked and I walked over to the pegboard again this is like five feet away from me so it's like right next to me and i'm looking around just to check if there's like a breeze or like a draft or anything like that all the doors were locked and you know there was no one there and there was no breeze i would have felt it i was standing right next to it and it was just so creepy and just not really explainable like i just don't know what could have happened there
0: Wow. what's well, a ghost that likes flats.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, one thing
0: exactly.
2: we know. Yeah, 100%. Someone's into fashion. Um, super weird. But yeah, there's there's so many little things. And like it was known that that store, there was always something going on. But the, the creepiest thing about that. So that happened. And that was kind of like earlier in the week. And obviously, unexplainable. I was like, I have no idea what I just saw. That was so bizarre. And then I came in for another shift, like maybe two or three days later after that had happened. And I was working up in the cash register. um, And again, I was uh, kind of by myself on the floor, but this is kind of like midday. So this is not at night or anything like that. This is midday. And there was one other person that was working with me and she was kind of running back and forth between the cash register area and our merchandising room that was in the basement of the building. And, um, you know, that basement, oh my God. I mean, it was just every time you went down there, you just got the creeps. Like you just, knew that there was something down there and it was kind of like unanimous all of the employees were like "Yeah, I don't like to be in the basement alone just super bad vibes down there and so she was running back and forth between the cash register and the merchandising room and kind of midway through her shift she comes back up to the cash register and she's completely white like totally flush um And I'm like, oh my God, are are you okay? What happened? Because there's always something going on in that store downtown, you know, whether it's just like someone trying to steal something or, you know, there's always something. And so I of course was like are you okay what happened like tell me what's going on and she she proceeds to tell me that she went down to the basement and she's in the merchandising room and she's stocking some items and out of the corner of her eye she sees something and so she looks up and at the end of the merchandising row there was a woman who was there? And then she says that the woman didn't have a face, but she was looking mm. kind of like like she was in an older-looking dress and clearly dated. Um, and then the woman just vanished. And so, of course, she was terrified. So she sprinted back up the row and up the stairs and came to me. um, And then, of course, was like, yeah, I'm not going down to the basement ever again. And so it was just like, ever since then, like, she just would not go to the basement. And, um, you know, we would all take turns doing things for her because she obviously didn't want to see that again. But, yeah, like, just completely unexplained, like, full apparition of a woman down there. Oh, my God.
0: See, That's like when you have a job, you you kind of can't be like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that because there's a ghost in that room. Like (laughs) when I, I I've told this before, when I worked at the Hollywood Improv, there was like a part that. Uh, of the place that we believed was haunted, and I had had some vibes, and some of my tasks at night time, at like three a.m., when oh the my place God. is closed, was to like go up there and make sure that the doors were locked and the lights were off. <gasps> and I got to a point where I was like, "I can, can you please like to my manager? Can you please go with me? I can't do that part by myself. It's too scary."
2: That's too scary. Yeah, like, after that, we ended up just going down in pairs because all of us were freaked out. And, you know, we didn't want to see a ghost. And we all knew that there was something down there, like the vibes down there were so strong. Um, and so we would just be like, okay, I'm going down to the basement, who can come with me? And so we'd go in pairs because hey, you can't do that by yourself. It's too scary.
0: No. Uh, hey, Amanda, <laughs> do you want to hear a ghost voice?
1: <gasps>
2: yes please oh my god yes
1: absolutely Okay.
0: well it's time for it
1: EVPs
0: or EV please <laughs> <sighs> Amanda okay you know how this works I go to YouTube I look for ghost voices I found this one on YouTube this person's name is Jethro Spect. Oh. I believe there's an underscore after that um, This video, I mean, it has like 100,000 views And it doesn't say where it is But this voice is really creepy It's very, like, Silence of the Lambsy. Um mm. Tell me what you hear this ghost saying Oh my god, Okay <sighs> hmm. Wait, wait, let me play it again. There's a lot of background noise.
2: Okay. Huh. Oh my gosh. Right? Well, it, yeah, I hear something. It sounds like it's almost like a growl at first. And then there's some sort of, I, I don't know. Play it again. Play it again.
0: It's very like deep. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: I don't know it's so creepy though I hate it
0: it's like oh my god, god. It, like, yeah okay, wait, let me play it one more time and I'll give you some okay. options
2: okay
4: oh I don't
2: know I truly don't know I mean it's definitely something deep and it it almost sounds like he's just murmuring something you know right. I don't know creepy though
0: Okay, here's some options. Is it A, I have the body of a pig, which that's not a nice thing to say about yourself. I have the it's body not. of a pig. Um, is it B, anybody want a party? Is it C, I want somebody to love me? Or D, life is like a box of chocolates. All right, let me Very play it Savannah.
2: Again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel feel like it's B.
0: Anybody want a party? Yeah, Uh, it's kind
2: of what it sounds like, no?
0: They say it's, I have the body of a pig, which I hear. Ah. And then, wait, it sounds like they're saying, I have the body of a pig. And then, (laughs) wait, and then making like a, like a... (gasps) Okay, let me play it again. Oh, let me play it again. Okay.
2: Ah, Damn, right. Oh, my God. Yes. At the end there, too. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Wait, I'm I, playing okay. it one more time. One more time. One more okay. time. Okay. Oh, my God. I hate that.
2: I hate that, too. That is so creepy. Oh, my God. That's the last thing that I would want to hear from a ghost, truly.
0: Yeah, imagine being in an abandoned hospital in Savannah, Georgia, and hearing the murderer of a perk. Yeah.
2: No, um, no, no, no. No, no, no. I don't know where that
0: was though. It doesn't say where <laughs> the location was, but either way.
3: <gasps>
0: There's a ghost in my house. Hi, James in San Diego. How are you?
3: I'm good. How are you, Ross?
0: I'm so good. You're back. We got a follow-up from you. Uh, last time you were on, I believe it was in August, and you told us a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. You, you got family ties to Transylvania. You've got poltergeists in the family. What's going on now?
3: So I actually had a, um, a few more experiences pretty soon after we had spoken Oh um God. So there's, I went on a weekend trip with my sister and my niece uh, to La Quinta. If you know where that is, it's like south of Palm Springs.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
3: Yeah, I think we went just the weekends after I had spoken with you. And it turned out that the Airbnb that my sister rented for us was haunted. And... That was, I think, my first experience kind of having something happen firsthand in like a good handful of years. Um, so it was actually really fun.
0: Well, I um, love that you know you knew exactly who to tell. <laughs>
3: <If you laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it um, right after it happened. I was like, God, like I wish that had happened before so I could have told you. But <laughs> I thought if anything else happened, then I would just wait and reach out again, and then. It turned out, like, in the past couple of months since then, my grandmother's had a bunch of stuff with her poltergeist going on, too.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, well, let's start with the Airbnb. So, what happened there?
3: So, we, my sister, um, my niece and I had gone up just for the weekend to La Quinta for my niece's 10th birthday, um, just to get a little trip, you know, get away. So, we had left San Diego and driven up on Friday, got there. And my sister had rented this really beautiful little Spanish style bungalow that is in, I guess it's like the historic part of La Quinta. I had never been there before, um, so it was my first time ever kind of seeing that area. But for anyone maybe who's not familiar with it, it's a smaller town and a lot of it was built in the 1930s. I guess it's kind of like a a weekend getaway spot for people in Hollywood and Los Angeles because it kind of gave some privacy And there's a bunch of really beautiful Spanish-style casitas that a lot of them, I guess, have been restored and turned into Airbnbs. So we had rented one of those. And it was a super beautiful house, like original stucco walls, beautiful tile floors, um, like a courtyard, just a lot of character, very, very beautiful. And we got there, and I was tired because I had worked in the morning. And so we kind of had an early night, and I went to bed. And my bedroom um, had an adjoining bathroom, uh, the same tile floors all throughout, um, little like whitewashed walls, a bed, and this old kind of dresser along the wall. And the dresser had those old fashioned drawer handles that are on the hinge, you know, to pull the drawer out. And I noticed it as I was putting away my things into the dresser that when the doors would close, there'd be this high pitched kind of jingling noise Um, (laughs) So I'm getting ready for bed and I realize as I'm getting ready for bed that I forgot to bring my dog's bed and my dog was traveling with me and I feel really bad because the floors are tile and we have carpet floors at home. So I'm like, oh great, he's going to be really uncomfortable and for whatever reason, he doesn't really like to get in bed. He just likes to sleep on his own. So I remember that I had a beach blanket that i had brought with me um like in case i wanted to lay out by the pool so i went and i got that and i folded that up and kind of made him a little makeshift bed and i put it you know right next to my bed kind of by the head of the bed because that's where he likes to sleep and he went curled up on the bed turned up the lights went to sleep and i woke up I didn't check the time, but I want to say maybe like around 2 a.m., something like that, a few hours after going to sleep, and realized I was hearing noises in the room. So I'm like lying there and kind of waking up and looking at the ceiling, and I am hearing like tapping all over the room. So like tapping on the ceiling and tapping on the walls, and the walls are like a plaster kind of whitewash, Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like a a kind of a very specific sound Um, and as I'm hearing all this tapping everywhere kind of you know to my right to my left above on the wall on the ceiling um, I notice that I am hearing the jingling of the drawers so I look across the room there's no one in the room obviously Um, I can't really see that well I didn't turn on the light but I'm hearing not what sounds like the drawer is open, but as if someone is just lifting the handle and letting it fall back against the side of the drawer. Oh no. What is and your dog I'm like, doing? Okay. Oh, so what I'm like, okay, like, is he all right? Like, cause usually he barks a lot. He's a corgi. So it's like, he has to make himself known, um, and kind of like assert himself whenever anything happens. I think cause he's like so tiny. Um, and, I'm like thinking, why isn't he barking? Why isn't he doing anything? So I go down and like, I I put my hand over the side of the bed to try and like feel for him. And my hand just touches the tile floor where his bed was. So I'm thinking like, okay, like what is going on? So I get up and I turn on the light and he has taken the blankets in his mouth and he is dragging them across the floor, drags them into the adjoining bathroom all the way to the end of the bathroom Um, And it had like a shower, like kind of the walk-in shower where there's like the pane of glass, you know what I mean?
0: Uh-huh. But
3: there's like no tub to step over. Sure. He drags it into the shower because that's like the farthest point away from the room. <laughs> He's like fine. And puts the blanket there. I'm yeah, and here. he slept on it. Yeah, <laughs> he did not go back into the room. <laughs> so I was super, super tired and like whatever. Like I did not feel threatened. Like it wasn't really scary. I think it was more. Not annoying, but I was like, okay, like something is happening, like acknowledge it, whatever, I'm really tired, I want to go to sleep, like I'm on vacation. So I just went to sleep. Did it stop? Forgot about it. Honestly, it didn't really stop that much, but it wasn't super, super loud to begin with. It was more just kind of a feeling of something happening. Okay. Um, so I just went to sleep and then I wake up in the morning and I'm making some coffee and my sister hasn't gotten up yet. Um, and I hear her open up the door to her room and she comes out to the kitchen and she says, what the hell is wrong with you? Why were you walking around the house all night long? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like I went up and I think I got water one time in the night, like I haven't been wandering around and she's like, no, like I heard you, I heard you, I heard you walking around, like I heard you opening doors, like what is going on? And I'm like, Allison, I was not doing anything. Like, I'm sure that you know as well as I do that this house is haunted. And she's like, Oh, okay, I figured. I was really mad at you, but I guess if it's a ghost, it's fine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, All right. She's like, Just don't tell your niece. Like, I don't want her to be freaked out. Like, I can't handle her not being able to sleep. If there's something going on, like, just deal with it. Don't say anything. So we were like, Yeah, we're not going to say anything to her. But. You guys yeah, are it was so funny. funny about that. <laughs> I guess My sister from, is even more so than I am. She's like, she's very witchy.
0: Yeah. It seems like you, you guys have a lot of experience or like, you know, just a, a family knowledge of like, yeah, this is a thing that happens.
3: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think the, I don't know. It's always been something that we've kind of talked about in our family. So it doesn't seem that weird, but she was telling me like, should I tell the Airbnb person that the house is haunted? And I'm oh, like, yeah. no, like, and I, it was really nice too. I would to stay there again. It was not a bad experience by any means. But I was like, maybe don't say that because if we want to stay here again, I don't want them to like.
0: Have you checked not want to accept their
3: reservation? I think that she did, but I don't remember if she said anything about it. So I'm guessing maybe no one else had said anything.
0: Because I feel like that's pretty common. I I have seen. Airbnbs that are not... You know, sometimes they'll say, like, it's haunted, and that's, like, the appeal. But I've seen before, because I'm always, like, going through it with a fine-tooth comb when I look at Airbnbs, and I've seen before reviews being like, this place is haunted, and then someone being like, what exactly what the last person said, this place is haunted. So, I don't know.
3: That is so funny. I'll have to check with her, because I'm sure that she looked into it. Um, Yeah, it was... It was an interesting experience.
0: Wow, it doesn't sound too bad. What was, um, what's going on with the poltergeist?
3: Okay. So, um, my grandmother, like I kind of talked about the last time, she's had a poltergeist that's kind of, I guess, been with our family, but I think it's kind of more been with her because she seems to be the common denominator um, whenever anything is happening with it. And she moved uh, like a year or two ago into an apartment from the house that she'd been living in previously, which was like the haunted house that I had talked about the last time that we spoke. And a couple of months ago, so I guess around the end of August, I had come up to visit her and my grandmother is a very, very organized and methodical person. I would kind of compare her to Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford, but I'm not going to (laughs) because she's like a very lovely, sweet person. And that like would be fair. But if you can imagine like that kind of level of precision and control and process in every single thing that you do.
0: Grandma dearest. She's
3: very much like that. Yes, exactly. She's grandma dearest. Um, So for like, if things are not in order for her or like if something isn't in the right place or like there's a mess, like that's kind of unthinkable. Like everything is always, everything has a place that it lives and is where it has to be. and You get the idea. Mm -hmm. So I came up to visit her on the weekends and she wanted me to look for a very specific bowl that I had bought for her. And it was a bowl that I got. That's like one of those little tiny Pyrex, not baking dishes, but like a little glass sort of cooking bowl that has the top that goes on it. Uh Uh-huh. And she had asked me to replace that for her because it had gone missing at her old house. And so I had gone to Target, bought the specific one. It's a very specific size. Like she wanted this specific one. So I got it for her. And so I go over and she tells me that it has just disappeared out of nowhere. And she only has one of them. There's only one place that it could be. So I look for it. Her apartment is like just a one bedroom. It's not a huge space. Uh, So I check for it everywhere in the kitchen. She has no dishwasher. So just the drawers, you know, the sink, nowhere else it could be. I look in her room, I go through her things. It's absolutely nowhere. And that was the first thing that went missing. The second time that I go up to see her, you know, a week or two later, she has a pair of manicure scissors. They're like little silver tiny scissors with like a curve on the, on the blades And she's had those, I think, since like the 1940s, like she got them as a wedding (laughs) gift or something like that. And she keeps them on a little china plate at the right of her sink. They're always there, always with a pair of tweezers. Like they're always there. So she tells me that she was in her bathroom and she's in a wheelchair. um, So she has like a little special sink set up that she can get underneath and like wash her hands and, you know, it's set up for that. And she was there like doing her grooming or whatever she was doing. And as she's there, she realizes that she hears something fall. So she's backing up her chair and she's looking around. She checks the floor. She checks all the drawers, opens them, sees if something has fallen out, trying to figure out like what it was that she heard or where it could have been. She had um, like a, a helper lady that comes over to help her during the day that was there at the time. And the lady had heard something drop. So she came in too and she's looking everywhere. They're like, I'm sure spent probably about half an hour looking for this thing and absolutely nowhere to be found. And she, it's the scissors. She realizes the scissors are gone. So she has every single person that she knows that comes to her house, look for them for like a week. Absolutely nowhere. Um, At the end of the week, she has a physical therapist who comes and her wheelchair has a special kind of seat that is like a gel kind of cushion. So once a week, her therapist will like take it out and kind of roll it out to get the gel recentered because it kind of takes the shape of the body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he's doing that. And underneath the cushion, he finds the scissors. Uh Oh. Like, where she's been sitting the entire week. Like, it was underneath her.
0: How did that happen?
3: I have no clue. Which is just so creepy.
0: That is that so... When
3: she told me that, that just gave me chills. I was like, that is just so weird.
0: Wow. The idea of somebody that's very particular where their stuff is that has a poltergeist, <laughs> it's
3: like... Yes, yes, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was only the first thing that happened. Now that the scissors are back, the tweezers that sit next to them are the thing that is gone.
0: They're currently missing?
3: Yes, they're currently missing along with the bowl that's never been found.
0: Has she checked under her cushion?
3: She has. She checked everywhere and I checked with her and I've been teasing her about it. Like maybe the ghost is trying to keep them close to you. That's why he's like hiding it under your cushion, which she doesn't think is that funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the tweezers are gone. And she told me to the uh, when she goes to bed in the evening, she closes her bathroom door because she um, that's just what she does. And she told me that she had gone to sleep and she lives alone um with the bedroom or with the bathroom door shut and when she woke up in the morning the door was wide open like completely and I guess like that absolutely terrified her um so we ended up getting some sage and just doing like a light little cleansing around her apartment opening all the windows and the doors just kind of to try to let anything out because she was getting like pretty scared of it which is fair I mean if you live alone too
0: Uh, yeah you know well, Anne, if you've been dealing with this for years and years and years, <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's so like, funny. It,
0: it, my my instinct was wait, wait, wait before you get the sage out, f- find out where the bowl is because what if you get rid of the ghost and the go? Like I would be like, you better bring oh yeah, back you don't my bowl. Know where it is. <laughs> my grandson went well, to Target I- to get me this specific bowl. You better bring it back,
3: and then you're gone. I guarantee you, if I go to Target and buy another one, it will show up.
0: Oh, yeah, that's how it always (laughs) works. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh,
3: coming back. Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Hello, Lisette in the Chicago area. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So good. What kind of ghost stories you got for me?
4: Yeah. Okay. So I'll start right off with um, the paralysis story that I told you about, just because to this day, it's still the one that creeps me out the most. Um, Okay. So we have, uh, my husband has uh, his godmother out in the San Diego area. So we were traveling to California a couple of years ago, and we had never been to her home out there. So we decided like, let's go pay her a visit. We'll spend the night there, Um, you know, get, get a chance to, to see that side of the family. So we head out to San Diego, we get there in the late afternoon and she kind of lives on like a bit of a bigger property. There's two homes on, on this property. Um, But the one that she lives in and the one that we stayed at is fairly new. They built it brand new. Um, So everything's pretty modern. Like nothing gave us any sort of like creepy vibes or anything like that. It's like very just chill and relaxing out there. See, that's so, how they get
0: to you. Everybody yeah. <laughs> thinks everybody thinks you have to be in a terrifying old place. And that's when you're going to be thinking it's haunted. But sometimes.
4: Yes. Yeah, some of these new places. Well, let me tell you. So the afternoon went fine. We had dinner. We were getting ready to go to bed. And I fell asleep pretty quickly, which is rare for me. However, though, in the middle of the night, I wake up with the feeling that someone is next to me and I have a small child. So I'm kind of used to being woken up in the middle of the night with someone, you know, next to me, She's complaining that she can't fall asleep, doesn't feel good, whatever. So I'm kind of, kind of used to that feeling and that's what it felt like. So I wake up, but then I almost instantly realize that one, I can't move and I can't talk either. It doesn't feel like there's any pressure or anything like that on me. It's just, I can't move. And it's not the first time I've had sleep paralysis. So I was kind of, you know, used to it. I'm just like, okay, I'll try to go back to sleep. But when I turn my head slightly to the left, because I was able to kind of move my head a little bit like side to side, I realized that there is like this dark black figure right next to me. And I just, I freak. All I want to do is like scream and run. But of course I can't talk. I can't move. So I'm just panicking. Like internally, I'm like screaming, wishing that like my husband could wake up and like just have this thing go away. So I'm sitting, I'm laying there. I'm trying to like shake it off, close my eyes, like try to ignore it. And it's just not going anywhere. Um, so the black figure, I can't like make out any details. There's no face, there's no details, there's nothing, but I can kind of like tell there's like an outline of a person and that they're wearing some sort of like headpiece, but that's all I could really tell. Um, at first at least. And then after a couple of minutes, for whatever reason, I seem to kind of like calm down. Cause I realized that I get this like feeling that It's one, not there to hurt me or it's not there to scare me. It almost just seems like it's kind of just like frozen there. It's not doing anything to me at all. But I get the feeling that it's like a female energy for whatever reason. And I start to kind of like calm down a little bit more. But mind you, I'm still like panicking. And the only thing I remember is that while I'm like trying to like close and open my eyes, trying to shake this thing off, is that I was getting like a vision of what This figure was, and there was two like images that were coming into my mind, and one was that of like a nun with like the whole like headpiece and like veil thing that they wear, and the other one was like the only way I can describe it was like maybe like an early 1900s like child, like a girl with a hat and like the Shirley Temple curls and like a pre dress, but with both of those visions, I couldn't see their face either. So it was kind of terrifying. It was like this just like blurry vision of these two people. And all I could think of was like, is this entity like both things? Is it one? Is it the other? Like, why am I getting these visions during that? Um, and right. it, I mean, this felt like it went on for hours.
0: Whoa. Because, yeah, it could be like it was a nun. And before she was a nun, she was like a cute little Shirley Temple looking girl. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. So how did it end?
4: So, I mean, like I said, it felt like it went on for hours and eventually I must have just fallen asleep because I woke up the next morning, not even realizing how long that took. But at some point I must have fallen asleep. And I woke up with just like such anxiety. Like I just did not feel right the entire morning. And I told my husband like almost right away, like, Hey, I had this like really weird crazy, scary experience. Like, what do you think it is? And mind you, his godmother is kind of like very religious. And he just kind of like hinted to me, like, just don't even bring it up at all during the day. Like, who knows what it was? Maybe it was like some sort of dream. Maybe you did see something, but just like, don't bring it up. Let's, let's not even talk about it. So I didn't, but The following day we woke up, we got ready and we went out, you know, to do a bunch of little touristy things in San Diego. But it just, the image and like the feeling of fear did not leave me that entire day. Like I was just so desperate to get back on the road and get onto like our next destination because it was just, I don't know. It just left me with such a, a weird, weird feeling.
0: Oh, come on. I feel like that place had to have been like a convent or something for nuns.
4: Something. Yeah. I mean, especially with like, given that like Southern California had like so many missions, like that's the only thing I could think of. I was like, was it like some sort of nun from the past, like something in relation to the property? Some, I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of connection, but like I said, since my husband was like, don't bring it up. I didn't even bother to like ask his godmother, you know, if, if she knew any history of the property or if, you know, she had ever experienced anything. So I just kind of sat there alone in in my thoughts and fears that day.
0: Well, I was just thinking of something. You know, I've talked to so many people about sleep paralysis, and I've never asked this question. Were you? <laughs> sorry, my dog is sneezing. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, <laughs> were you sore the next day? Because I feel like if I couldn't move, but I was trying to move, like I would be sore.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting question. And honestly, I don't, I just knew that like my body did not feel right. And I don't know if that was like, from the sheer, like just panic in me, or if it was from the lack of sleep. I don't know if it would be like soreness that I would describe, but my body just felt like drained the entire day. Like I just wanted to get some sleep and and rest because I was exhausted.
0: Oh my God. Have you seen the movie The Nun?
4: Yes. Oh my God. Like that would thank be God triggering, I, didn't see. I bet. I know. Just I'm I'm just kind of glad in a way, as creepy as it was that I didn't see a face to any of these figures. I'm kind of also glad because who knows what I would have seen.
0: Right. Ooh. Ugh. Well, tell me another
4: story. Yeah. Okay. So the second one um, that I mentioned was the time that I was home alone. So this must have been around like my sophomore year in high school. Um, And everybody had left the house. Like my parents had run out to the store. My siblings were out and about elsewhere. So I was home alone and I was on my computer and maybe about like 30 minutes, 45 minutes into me being home alone, I hear what sounds like, someone walking in through that entryway to the house from the garage, like walking across the carpet through the family room, walking on the tile of the kitchen, grabbing a, um, a glass cup and then, you know, dispensing water from the fridge and drinking it. But after maybe like, it sounded like they took like two gulps, it just went completely dead silent. And Maybe like 10 minutes after that, I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm thinking it was my mom or my dad who had, you know, come into the house, you know, returning from the store. And when I didn't hear anything, I thought that was weird. I was like, man, I'm really distracted by the computer. Let me, let me go see what they're doing. So I go outside, open the door and the garage door itself is like closed. It's dark in there. There's no one there. So I'm thinking like, okay, maybe my parents are outside. So I go outside, no one's there. And I was like, okay, maybe I just completely missed them, you know, leaving the house. They just came back quickly and left. And that's when I realized, one, I never heard the garage door close if they had left, but I also never heard the garage door open like it would have had they come into the house. So I give my dad a call and I say, hey, dad, you know, did you come home really quick? Like, where did you guys go? And he said, no, like we've been at the same store from when we left the house earlier And I said, okay, that's really weird. And he says, why? I'm like, because I fully heard someone come into the house, grab themselves a drink. And then it just went silent. And he's like, blowing it off. Like, you never know. Like, it might have been like the house, you know, um,
0: what is it called? Yeah,
4: something. (laughs) They, They would always try to excuse something. And I was like, no, like, I heard this like loud and clear. Like, it was real. Someone came into the house. And so at that point, my dad's like, well, just kind of make sure that no one's like, that the doors are locked, that, you know, no one's in the house type of thing. So I was like, okay, I'll call you back. So I start, and mind you, they live like on a one-story house and it's like a pretty open layout. So you can kind of see if anybody like moves around the house, things like that. So I kind of just walked around the house saying like, if anybody's there, come out now, like I'm calling the cops. And I opened up, you know, each one of the the rooms, nothing, nothing. And they did have a basement, so I was too scared to go all the way downstairs, but I did go halfway, turn on the light, and say the same thing, like, hey, if anybody's down there, let me know now. I'm calling the cops. Waited like 15 minutes just to see if I could hear any more movement or anything, but there was nothing. And so at that point, I was scared. I was like, it was so real to me, the sound, that I was like, there has to be someone in this house. So I just left and went to go hang out with my friends for the rest of the day until my parents told me they were back home and that they had checked the house because I was just so creeped out by the sound. But that wasn't the only time that I would hear things like there were, I would constantly hear like footsteps being like dragged across the carpet, um, sounds in like different rooms when I was home alone or late at night. And kind of similar to the godmother's house, my parents like built their house brand new. It wasn't like there it's an old house or you know, there was some sort of like weird thing with the property. It literally used to be a cornfield before. So there really wasn't anything to like say that the house was creepy or that it ever gave me bad vibes, but I definitely would hear just like. The most random like sounds like someone was in the house with me, you know, whenever I was to go home alone or late at night. And it just uh, it made me so, <laughs> so uncomfortable. This is like I mean,
0: the, when I hear stories like this, it makes me think then this is a creepier thought. Like what mm-hmm. if there actually was somebody living in your house? Like, right. you hear these stories, you see these movies, Parasite, whatever, like these people, like there's like somebody living in a house for like years and the walls are like <laughs> in the
4: face. Yeah, that's I mean, that's all I could think about when I was like, OK, well, I'm either hearing some sort of like paranormal thing, but there is literally someone in here and I'm like a big true crime person, like paranormal person. So, of course, naturally, I like spook myself out with all the stories that I listen to. But I mean, it was. It was intense growing up.
0: Oh my god! Thank you to Matteo, Amanda, James, and Lisette. And as always, if you want to hear a little extra, go to patreon.com/slash. Roz Dres velez on my second tier. I also put a little video up this week. Not spooky, but I did go to a dollar store to see if I could paint my entire face with a glamorous makeup job. And I was actually surprised by some of the products I got at a dollar store. Um, I don't know. I don't know. If you're into that kind of thing, go watch it. Anyway, I hope you're subscribed to the show. If you want to be on a listener episode like this, all you got to do is email roz at gmail.com with the subject line, Listener episode. And just give me some brief bullet points of the kind of stuff we might talk about. Also, you could leave me a ghost story to read on the show, either at that email, or in our Facebook group called Ghosted by Roz Dresviles, or in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or you could just leave a five-star review and say something nice, or just leave five stars. And if you don't like it Then go listen to a different podcast How about that I am on Instagram at Roz Hernandez You know all the places to find me <sighs> I love you all Both living and dead But if I didn't ask you to haunt me Don't haunt me Okay Bye, bye.
4: and a podcast <clears throat> a podcast network.